0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Ron Paul Liberty Report. With us today as co-host is Daniel McAdams. Daniel, good to see
1: you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? I'm
0: doing fine. Oh, thank you. Good. Thank you. Got a couple of things to talk about today. But, uh, you know, in Washington, they're thinking a lot about when are we going to get to go home for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think everybody everybody thinks about Christmas and everybody talks about the budget and everybody knows they can't do anything about the budget, and nothing's going to change, so it's all grandstanding, who can get the last word in, and the last blurb, and uh, Democrats have less trouble because they have, did you know that the media tends to lean toward the Democratic (laughs) side? And not uh, they. I, I don't even think they like Trump. A nice guy like that. They don't even like Trump. But anyway, in the next couple of days, they'll have to do something. Uh, they they uh, they are pressure now at the end of the year. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to talk about the, the markets today. The markets yeah. are are jumping. You don't see silver going up over a dollar in one day. Wow. That's a high percentage. And when you, when you think about it, when I first started <laughs> saving silver, it was a dollar twenty. 29 cents an ounce (laughs) so it's gone it's gone up a little bit and uh, it's going to go up a lot more but uh, I'm trying to train myself not to talk about the price of gold or silver It's not that the people don't need to understand it, but it isn't the price of silver that's going up. It's the value of the dollar going down. Because if you talk about the price of silver, then then they get into, or any prices, then you get into this challenge. Well, uh, you know, price gouging, uh, profits are too high, labor costs are too high. We have to regulate this. And that's done on purpose. I used to just think it was careless uh, language. But no, it's done on purpose to get the attention away from the Federal Reserve and the value of the the unit of account but anyway uh today it was jumping and silver was up sharply and gold was up like 30 dollars and uh but when i looked at things in general uh one thing building permits in in november collapsed and you know it wasn't many months ago houses were soaring in price they're oh, up yeah. and down which is typical if you don't have a unit uh, a unit of account uh, to to work on but i think when i look at all this uh miscellaneous stuff and you can't see the pattern i think what we're looking at is the adjustment to uh you you know uh, the uh, uh the, 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 uh, uh, an inflationary depression an inflationary recession because that's what that's what the Fed wants I think the correction for all this is just raise interest rates as if they don't have to deal with the spending you know this budget they're not dealing with the spending so they're they're going to do it so there's going to uh, uh, be stagflation uh, boy that was strong a big deal in the uh in the seventies. And that's a big difference because you can have inflation and what they want is they want prices to go up. They want devaluation of the dollar to liquidate debt in real terms. And uh, sometimes you get your recession and that happens, but sometimes Prices keep going up, and uh, so you have inflationary recessions, inflationary depressions, and uh, that uh, that is what they really don't want, but they don't have control of it because, you know, the markets uh, ultimately are, are powerful un- enough to uh, even counteract the Federal Reserve and all the mischief, and that's why, you know, that's why the whole system of Bretton Woods broke down in 1971. The market was saying, you can't just do this. Well... I say we just can't keep doing this either, but I think we're going to have confirmation this weekend that uh, uh, some people are starting to realize it. But uh, the one thing they have to realize is just having a weak economy, the whole idea... That they purposely wanted the prices to go up faster. They needed two percent inflation, <laughs> and and now what they want is uh, is a recession. You know, raise interest rates, and a recession is a solution to an overheated economy. If you have if you have a lot of economic growth in good times, the last thing you want to do is purposely, well, let's artificially raise the interest rates and that's cause a crash. So the prices go down. You know, they, they just, you, you know, and, and they look at this very seriously. So they want, they want people who are good with a computer because uh, the computer is going to tell them what to do if you do ABC then this happens but they're taught that and then the, <laughs> the silliest part is they have they, 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 they have all this uh, mathematical calculation in here that that you, you can't do it you can't You can't put into the computer a couple numbers and know what human action is going to do. It's made up of individual. So I think that uh, this morning I would take the news and the markets as as very, very shaky, signs that we're having stagflation and that, uh, the people who are now worrying about whether they're going to get to home for Christmas and uh, who's going to get the last dollar <laughs> appropriated, uh, they, they, they they have no control of it ultimately, but there's a lot of political power struggles there, and we'll talk about that.
1: I think America will agree with you that the markets are very shaky, but they're definitely not hearing that up on Capitol Hill uh, <laughs> because they just dropped the... Omnibus budget spending bill the stopgap we can't shut down the government we got to pass this or you can't come home for Christmas I remember this over and over when I worked for you on the hill dr. Paul. It's a kind of uh, hostage-taking for people Getting rid of anyone skeptical. Let's put this first clip. This is uh, Politico's take on it lawmakers unveil government spending bill to stave off Friday shutdown the so-called omnibus bill would provide the military with $858 billion while well, funding domestic programs, more than 772. So you get this massive bill on a Tuesday morning. It must be passed before Friday. This is a game they play. Well, Senator Mike Lee has a tweet out today, I think it is. Yeah, right when they dropped it and he makes a very good point. This monstrous spending bill comes to 4,155 pages. We deserve proper consideration and the chance to read, debate, and amend. Not a backroom deal. Opposing this isn't radical. Running our government like this (laughs) is what's radical. Then he continues, the Bible is 1,200 pages long. Could you read it three times before Friday? Very good point. Lawmakers were not allowed to see that until this morning. There's no way, even with all the caffeine in the world, they're going to be able to read it before they vote on it
0: now things are these are sort of similar to where, what they were like uh, a few years back when we were spending some time up there. But it's the same old story only I would say it's much worse. <laughs> you know, Because the numbers get worse and the bigger the bubble, the longer they can hold this together, the bigger the distortion and the bubble. And then when it comes down, more people are injured. And they, they have deceived themselves into thinking that you can have a soft landing and never have to pay the debt. Yeah. The big thing now that they're trying to sort out is who gets punished the most. And and uh, uh, it's it's a safe thing to say that it's the middle class and the poor who suffer the most from these conditions. And uh, and yet, uh, I think libertarians and and constitutionalists don't uh, make good use of this because uh, they're not seen as the friends of the middle class. The Democrats used to co-opt that but even the Democrats now are so bad that they're even losing any credibility especially with their approach to civil civil liberties I want to read a quote that uh, Patrick Lee, 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 Lee he's, he's leaving uh-huh. and, but he's leaving it with some advice because <laughs> and I think he's been there a couple years yeah a yeah, couple decades and uh, here he goes he's says, uh, Senate Appropriations chair Leahy quotes it is the product of months of hard work and compromise, and I want to thank my friend Vice Chairman Richard Shelby uh, for the partnership in hard work. You know, partnership and compromise <laughs> and hard work—that's what I want. Mean. <laughs> hard work. Now, let's say it was uh, hard effort. Everything they do is detrimental. You know, you don't—you can work real hard at destroying a country. <laughs> yeah. But but it's the obviously you, it, it's much better that they just sit and not do a darn thing uh, and, and and not not pretend a lot of hard work is going to solve solve this problem and then they say and the only thing they do is they have this pretense of compromise but you know it isn't compromise between liberty and uh, and intervention it's a bunch of interventionists there, there's not a lot, enough uh, Mike Lees and Rand Pauls up yeah. there to take another position they just go. Ahead and uh, and they think it's um, you know sort of like the Federal Reserve. Let's just change. The chairman of the Federal Reserve. They have to change the monetary system. They have to change an attitude in all our universities to cancel out, you, you know, Keynesian interventionist planned economy and fiat currency. That's what's necessary. So this is all, this is really all nonsense, but very very dangerous. And uh, the hard work. I, I don't feel sorry for him because he's had to work hard because yeah. he, it's exactly the opposite. We don't want him and others like that. To be around because their hard work just makes things worse
1: you don't want to talk so much about the process and i i remember am old enough to remember as they say when i first started working with uh, for you uh, that we had normal order you passed appropriations bills <laughs> for each branch of government you had a debate you debated on the floor um justin amash you you remember from the house libertarian leaning uh republican at the time he tweeted out something yesterday i didn't bring it up but it just came to my mind about the process and how horrible it is that for two of Pelosi's terms, you, the average member <coughs> did not have the ability to go down to the floor and make an amendment on an appropriations bill. And you remember that was one of your, as a single member in the House, where there's so many of them, that's one of the few areas where you really have some legislative leverage. You go down there and you move to strike something out and then you get your five minutes and you can talk about it. That's all gone, it's shocking. Actually,
0: a part of that rule originally was there was <laughs> unlimited debate until the debate was closed. Yeah. So you could just go on and on, and there were a few times, but uh, that got canceled out, yeah. you know, where you could uh, you, you could uh, hold the floor and, and have real discussion. But that's not it. So they don't want that anymore. I mean, that uh, truth is treasonous. You don't want it. It'll ruin our system. And uh, and then when you when you go through this bill and find out what's in there, you know, the one amazing thing is, you know, as bad as the president is, uh, did you know? Yes, you knew he wanted $45 billion less money than the Congress did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so the the people's uh, house, uh, which is, should really be in charge of spending, they're not dealing with the people and uh, it's pretty bad. When the People's House, the Congress, the House especially, uh, you know, uh, is more fiscally conservative than Biden, you know, (laughs) what what a mess. And then they argue over who are the most hawkish. That's another sin they commit.
1: (laughs) I think that's half the reason they act so childish up there, you know, the the members of Congress. They used to actually have to work, and now they all do is primp and preem and make stupid comments. Well, let's look a little bit under the hood here. Now, we can't go too deep because it's 4,000 pages, we'd be here till you know, next year. But let's go ahead and put this next one on. The so-called omnibus, and this is from Politico, again, the same article, would provide the military with $858 billion this fiscal year, a nearly 10% increase over current levels. That tells you, Dr. Paul, what you always say, this is a, this is a gift for the special interests. This is a gift for Lockheed Martin, not for the American people. And let's look at the next one. This is from the same article. The omnibus includes about 45 billion for Ukraine, exceeding President Joe Biden's request for 37, just as you predicted Dr. Paul. The Congress looked at President Joe Biden's measly 37 billion and said <laughs> Come on, man. We can do better than that. Here's $45 billion. It's just money. It is going to
0: come to an end. And then, you know, some, including myself, if the truth comes out, that's good. We're moving in the right direction. But... you won't even want to be wanting to smile over unless you just need it to survive (laughs) because uh, it's going to be bad you know sort of like the people who uh, knew what was coming a long time ago and they saved up gold and think gold's going to save us and silver's going to save us but but then when it comes, it's so bad that they just come and take your gold, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, that's why I argue that uh, the talk should only be about uh, understanding personal liberty and whether or not we should obey uh, the Constitution. But, you know, in the Pol- uh, Politico uh, article, uh, there's still a holdup. And I want to talk about one instance of the holdup. The biggest holdup in releasing the text on Monday came instead from a dispute among Democrats, ah, uh-huh. what well, 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 must be a big issue here, uh, first reported by Politico, uh, related to the location of the FBI's new headquarters <laughs> and all that. I've been sitting around worrying about but and then I decided, the, the reason is is they don't know whether they're going to keep the FBI. They heard <laughs> they heard we were opposing the That's FBI. Right. And now they're worried and, and they're fighting over the position of the FBI, which is less than constitutional. They don't uh, they don't follow the rule of law and they lie through their teeth. And here the location is a big deal because <clears throat> the Democrats are arguing because uh, the Republicans aren't in the debate at the moment because one Democrat wants it here, the other one wants it over here. <laughs> And I, I think I think my solution would work fine. Yeah. Well, why don't we just skip this FBI stuff? They're not exactly friends of liberty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hoyer wants it in Maryland. Warner wants it in in Virginia. You know, it's all about. But here's one thing that they're not concerned about. They're concerned about that kind of fight. But if you skip that next one and just go to the the, the one after that, because Dr. Paul already covered that, here's what they are not concerned about. They're concerned about. Where are we going to get all this boondoggle from new FBI headquarters? Here's what they're not concerned. This came out this morning on the Daily Mail. Dr. Paul just came out before we went on. But we found out this yesterday because there was another Twitter files drop. The FBI paid Twitter $3.5 million to do its bidding. Taxpayers' money was used to suppress Hunter Biden laptop story and process the agency's request to silence GOP voices. As fury mounts over the secret state censorship of the American people. In a, in a nutshell, Dr. Paul, and this came out, and you can even put the next one on, because this is the actual uh, tweet from the Twitter files, uh, Michael Schellenberger, who, put, who released this part of it. This is an email uh, to Jim Baker, who was a top guy in the FBI, and then became a top guy in Twitter. And I'll just put it, I'll just summarize it, Dr. Paul. The FBI paid Twitter at least $3 million to censor voices That the u.s government did not think belonged on twitter Uh, it is an unbelievable scandal criminal act that should be prosecuted and it raises the question how much are they paying facebook how much are they paying google how much are paying linkedin all the other groups it's a massive scandal nobody cares about it they only want to know where's the fbi going to settle next yeah you know this is so obvious that you should call the police yeah
0: oh (laughs) That's the FBI. They are the police. <laughs> Who do we call now? <laughs> and uh, you, you know where are they spending the time? And where, if you turn on the average Main Street media, it seems to be shifting a little bit. But uh, the main thing is, is how many indictments will there be? Or are they going to put Trump in prison yeah, because yeah. because he did ABC and uh, yes, an imperfect person. But you compare his stuff, <laughs> what he has done. Compared to, you know, the scandals with the FBI and and the media, social media and on and on and <clears throat> the scandals. You know, you know, the one thing people have to remember is the more charges made by the radical left against uh, somebody who's not the radical left, yeah. the more they're doing it. Yeah, You know, if if, uh, if they're. If they're using the FBI, they'll attack it. Well, they'll probably like, like there's been a lot of complications from the overkill and in, uh, in, in the lockdown. Oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah. So now some of the Democrats, are, you know, they kind of say, oh, we need to do something about it. They created the yeah, thing. Created. We need to do something about it. you first, send us some money, and we'll clean up this mess. And, and, and they created the whole thing. And uh, that, they, that means we have a long way to go to, uh, you know, to uh, get, get the full truth out there.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, Dr. Paul, I don't know if you saw this. There was an earthquake in Northern California this morning. Thousands are without power. We're facing a blast of cold air, in fact, when we finish the show, I'm going to go wrap my pipes down here in Texas, and it just reminds me that you have to take care of yourself when things happen, and things happen all the time, and that reminds me of our of our sponsor of this program, 4patriots.com, and the poor folks out in California and some of the poor folks down in Texas, they're going to lose power. I hope they had the foresight to go to 4patriots.com, order up some survival food, Uh, all you have to do is keep water on hand that's the beauty of this food you simply boil simmer and serve everyone can have a a a, a little camp oven you can buy these kinds of things from fourpatriots.com and you won't have to worry when you lose power in an earthquake or in a big freeze like we're about to get and you can get your solar generator bundle as well all kinds of things enter Ron for a 10 percent discount the number 4patriots.com. It's a great company. They will send your stuff for free if you spend $97 or more. We recommend a three month food package. If you're watching us, you can see what the food looks like, and this is a small sample of the things you can get. You never know what's going to happen, Dr. Paul. 4patriots.com, enter in Ron to get a discount.
0: Very good. I want to go over to another item it's, uh, related to the budget because uh, the uh, military uh, and the defense people get what they want, and they get a lot. And like I already made fun of that, uh, this the House and the Senate wants more than the president, and the president is no piker when it comes to spending. But they all endorse the same policy. Uh-huh. A little bit of as grandstanding, uh, but just recently, uh, the Russian city suffers casualties. Fourteen thousand without power, and it was it was not a a blockbuster bomb, but people. Some were killed. Uh, a lot of people are out of, out of electricity. They can't blame a hurricane. Uh, so the, uh, the, the the big problem is, is that uh, we when the, this whole issue came up of weapons that might be able to reach Russian border because that's supposed to be. I don't know whether it's a red line or blue line or what is It's a red <laughs> line. You're not supposed to cross this. And uh, it's an international understanding. And it's been very clearly stated by by the Russians. You you know the, the we're fighting and, and the Russia's saying this more and I think we should say it's NATO versus Russia yeah and uh, and they've ganged up and they uh, they have uh, actually uh, you know when when we gave them some weapons you know this whole nonsense about well we it's their weapons now they can say anything they want we have no responsibility of it is the, is the attitude uh, but. When we provided the HIMAR rocket launch system to Ukraine, the Biden administration said it received assurances, as sort of like we would never put our weapons up near the Russian border, <laughs> that the Ukrainian forces won't use them inside Russian territory. But the U.S. no longer appears to be concerned about how the weapons are used. And it looks like we, that's not we, that's a bad word, The NATO forces are getting a little bit too cocky. And even our administrators who really run NATO are saying, you know, the Russians aren't going to do anything. They haven't responded. And we launched this and we've we've done this. And uh, so therefore, they think they're home free. And uh, all I have to say is wait and see.
1: Yeah, for sure. And let's put this next one up. This is from our good friend Dave DeCamp at Antiwar.com. This happened over the weekend. One killed in Ukrainian shelling of Russia's Belgorod region. Uh, the issue here is obviously this is a war. Obviously Ukraine is fighting a war as it sees fit. It is hitting a lot of civilians in Donetsk uh, and in, uh, uh, across the border in Russia itself. That really isn't our concern. Our concern is, is, our <laughs> is the future of humankind and the involvement, as you say, of the NATO forces in helping this make this happen. Let's put the next um, clip on. This week's attacks on Belgorod come after the Times reported that the Pentagon has given Ukraine its tacit endorsement of strikes on Russian territory. And do the next one because what follows from this is this, another antiwar.com from yesterday. Russian military says U.S.-made missiles were shot down over Western Russia. The Russian Defense Ministry on Monday said four U.S.-made AGM-88-harm anti-radar missiles were intercepted over Belgorod. Uh, an oblast in western Russia that borders Ukraine. So they're literally shooting down American rockets that were sent into Ukraine, and they're shooting down over Russia. The danger does not need to be overstated because it's there. Uh, When the Russians start seeing American rockets killing Russian people, it doesn't matter what you think about the war. America is in danger. You say, well, is it in danger for a vital national security reason? No, it's not. It's in danger, an existential danger, because of a border dispute between Russia and Ukraine that has nothing to do with us.
0: Yes, and I want to follow up on that uh, use (coughs) of the weapons once we uh, give them away. Uh, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said last week, he says, when we give them a weapon system, it belongs to them, (laughs) Where where they use it, how they use it how much ammunition they use to use the system. I mean, those are Ukrainian decisions. And we respect the National Security Council spokesman. There's, there's so much garbage, yeah. you, you know. I keep thinking, well, I thought I thought that money belonged to the American taxpayer, the American people, did they? Yes, they indirectly gave permission because they're lackadaisical going to let their congressmen and they buy into this fear mongering that Ukraine is, is uh, you know, sacred and they're going to stop the monster because Russia's coming. Russia's coming. So this is. But this whole thing about this, the, the, the property issue here, how can they pick this up and all of a sudden have this absolute control of the property and what happened to the property? That built those things, you know. Yeah. That property was all stolen. Oh, and I don't think that that's probably too weak a term. You know, it's taken from the American people, and then they wonder why they have to print more money and why we have inflation and uh, all, all all this nonsense. So I think I think this is uh, just horrible. Even in spite of all my complaining and all the points that we're making, we do run into a lot of people who say go get them because you're on the right track yeah. and uh, I think if you looked at uh, the number of people well, take for instance the COVID thing there's been a shift and there's better there's better articles now yeah. ivermectin is that you can actually talk about it yeah. you can actually use it yeah before you you get canceled and lose your job and lose your livelihood so, uh, so there are good things about it but it's so painful to watch the stupidity of this and uh, that's that's why uh, we have to do our very best to uh, get get people to look for the truth
1: you know it's like Kirby's Kirby's saying basically don't blame us once we give it to them it's theirs you know <laughs> you imagine if you handed a kid a gun or something hey don't blame me if he's you know or <laughs> hand it you know hand a, you know some alcohol or whatever uh, you know it's just crazy it reminds me with the neocons remember that saying when we act we create our own realities okay that might be true But the russians might not share your realities when your bombs start crashing down so dumb and dangerous move i'm going to close out dr paul if we can put that very last clip on by reminding our loyal viewers and we appreciate you so much that this program is a project of the ron paul institute a 501c3 educational charity education is our mission we depend on you to be able to continue in this mission By the end of the year, you can make your tax deductible donation and get credit for this year's taxes. So you can give a little bit to us instead of Uncle Sam and have it going against war rather than for war. We appreciate your support very much. If you're listening, go to ronpaulinstitute.org and hit that support up there on the top. And I will include a link at the bottom of this page in the description. Thank you so much for your support for the Ron Paul Institute. And its project the ron paul liberty report Dr. very paul. good
0: and i might want to close just by uh, uh revisiting the issue of uh, whether the budget is going to get passed something's going to get passed people worry about the government closing down i'm not going to get my social security check well, that, the government has so-called closed down several times and nobody you know what happens you can't go up on the washington monument it's all grandstanding but it's still it's still the law and it still carries some weight and something will happen they might not uh, somebody's not somebody that won't get everything they want because they can't do it but there there will be uh, i i don't i don't think uh, they'll vote on christmas but just remember when they passed the Federal Reserve Act on Christmas Eve in 1913. So they, they might just pester around pester around, and uh, then have vote, and who knows what they'll do. But the, the government is not going to close down. Matter of fact, it is going to close down, but that's when the money quits working. That's when the money just is totally destroyed, and you have runaway inflation, and now we have runaway judicial systems. I mean, when you think about what the what the uh, the FBI has been doing and the CIA has done before, you know, my big eye opener, where I realized that our government was being changed and there was a coup out there, was actually on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. I was in the Air Force at the time, and the killing of Kennedy was a sign. That, that that was not Russia, it wasn't Cuba, and uh, it had a lot to do with those people who are supposed to take care of us and protect our liberties, and they do exactly the opposite. But the coup has existed and really started back then, and it's expanding, and I think this FBI is just another sign of it. And they're, even, they're, they're not even uh, shy about it, uh, you, you know, but it's up for grabs right now. There is more debate, and we need a debate to come, to continue because it's a farce. It's a force to have an agency of government that's supposed to protect our liberties when things get out of hand. But uh, no, uh, the, the police, when the police are corrupted, it's very difficult to have justice. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.